Welcome to Two Full Podcast, a twice a month podcast mm. where we give our best attempt to talk about a movie. This episode is brought to you by Cheese House Crappy Internet. Do you wish to have a pin of <laughs> 999 it. at Rocket League? Rocket then look this no isn't further. Fair. Order Cheese House Crappy Internet today. Stop. We will even no, install it no. to you on top of a hill. And the best part no. about this internet is once you have it, apparently you can't leave. Um, Shut today, up. Internet speeds vary are... from 56 kilobytes to Shut 4 megabits. Okay, okay, I get it. Today, I get it. It's with me. me. My co-host, uh, the first co-host is Phil, who is a apparently uh, user of the crappy cheese house internet. What, how's your experience so Shut far? Shut up. <laughs> it's been <laughs> this <laughs> I can't beer. do this. By the way, spoilers, everybody. Cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, ups and downs. Ups and downs. See? Great review. And with me, um, we have Jacob. And uh, I have to, I have to say something. Um, I'm yeah, sorry, ladies and um, maybe gentlemen. But uh, if you're thinking of getting maybe. some of that Jake bod, if you're, you know, waiting for your opportunity to claim this man for yourself, <laughs> claim. I'm afraid you missed your chance. Uh, the deed it's over. is done. He's been claimed. Jake. Oh. Jake is a married man. Married man. I'm a new man. Oh, nice. Thank you for the little I'll drink cheers. to that. Cheers to that, mate. Mm. Cheers. Thank you. Water. Bam. Look, oh, I even man, got this a... beer is like... Uh, so your ceremony so was strong. in Croatia, in a garden. It was. So I got in a, a garden brewery Croatian beer. Uh, thank <laughs> you, my friend. Perfect <laughs> garden good. brewery and... Dry hopped any sour. It's delicious. It's good. a sour. I, I hate love sour sours. beers. Yeah, no. So that, that is that yeah. is the big news for me, and uh, it was a very nice ceremony. Excellent, man. So How's your experience? <laughs> My experience? Mm-hmm. Well, Phil's Phil, Phil experience with the um, intern is up and down. How's your experience with the old marriage? It was great. I was actually uh, better than I thought. <laughs> um, it was very, very It's like really. reviewing McDonald's order. <laughs> Well, no, because I'm saying, because it was like, you know, it was a civil, civil uh, ceremony. So it was very low key. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went yeah. pretty quick. And uh, the lady was nice who married us. And we got to read a little vows to right. each other. We wrote on the day of, which is cool. You know, keep it impromptu. Don't don't think about it too much. And mm-hmm. I think it went, mm-hmm. it went great. great. And then we had a little garden party with family and stuff. And my mom got to come, which is mm-hmm. great. And Phil as well. And uh, we just we just yeah, Phil as well. He just decided, you know, <laughs> Phil, the anime character, arrived as I seen on the photos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the anime character. An but I have to say, Phil. like when I was there, I'll just I'll just speak for you, Jake. Like yeah. when I was there, I was like thinking, like oh, you know, like when events happen, you're like, oh, I just got to do the event, and it's like mm-hmm. you are looking forward to just the, you know, having to travel, wake mm-hmm. up early. I know this is my problem, waking up early and stuff like that. Let's not dwell on that. But when I did, uh, when inch by inch we started approaching the day that you were going to get married, you know, when you got to get mm-hmm. wed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I remember getting into that um, office or like that hall. Yeah. By the way, where we got down. married was like a, it's actually like the castle. A castle. And it's also like a museum. <laughs> the chambers so we below. got married in a museum. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It was cool. And, and, and I was taking photos and once you guys started, you know, this lady started reading mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be reading when you're getting married and once you stood up and you were like putting the rings on and stuff i just had this 
Like, because you don't think about it, but now you're just Look, like, it's ring. real. It's happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go, like, Frodo. Can't believe Cast it. it. You should do it. Frodo. It. Tim, Tim, what is your <laughs> ring? Look like I forgot. <laughs> I, like I do my, that. I, I can't. And Jacob, Jacob's showing off his ring. It's silver, and it looks a lot like the One Ring from the Lord of the Rings. It's actually not silver. It's white gold. And I, I actually did oh, want to pick gold. similar to the shape of the Lord of the Rings one because I think that's a classic ring shape. Like that's what I was gonna say. It's the so only funny. difference yeah, is that I great. made it like a. I picked a little flatter look, so it's not so beveled and round. It's a little flatter. I, I don't. But I, I think don't. It's a classic shape. You know when. COVID came in, like everything was, oh, it's spread on metals and everything. So me and Emma were like, oh, let's not wear our rings outside. Oh, really? You know, because of Coronas. Oh. Uh, that was at beginning. There was, you know, mis- misinformation. So now, they, is it bad and I put it away and I, I don't know where it is. Uh, yeah, I oh, no, he lost his ring. It. Jacob has his ring. Yeah. It looks like the yeah. looks like the yeah. weapon it's, of the it's enemy. It's pretty comfortable. Weapon <laughs> <laughs> of the enemy. It's not under control. Where is my weapon of the enemy? I need it. <laughs> no, but it's interesting uh, wearing it. Yeah, um, so well, weren't you weren't you witness man, Philip? Didn't you have to sign some papers? I was witness Phil man. Sign. I signed the papers and I almost cried. It was Did you, very were you nice. nervous? Like it I was, was just I was just thinking like Phil's probably like freaking out. <gasps> what if I forget how to sign my name? That's what I was By the way, no, the, okay. the pen was, was out of ink. It was like half. No, I matured. I'm an adult. <laughs> what? You know how to sign your name. The pen was half out of ink. I know how to sign my name. I went to sign my name. Like, Oh, yeah, the pen was out of ink. It's like, I go, J, A, (laughs) and then it's like, (laughs) no ink, barely any ink. I'm like, uh. And I, of course, signed my name horribly, just like how I signed uh, my name horribly (laughs) at your wedding, Tim, when I was your witness. Oh. And I was just like, (laughs) just poor execution. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Luckily, Uh, I was. So wait, does that mean... I have to witness for Phil now to complete the circle. Yeah, yes. I mean that could work, you know, or or you can also witness. Hopefully, COVID will in be gone by then. as well. So you know, I have technically two, two men. Wow, look at that! You really do have the ruling ring. You're yeah. just I can controlling all the rest of us. Controlling us. All right. Well, I have the ruling ring of this podcast because I'm the host. So That's I'm gonna, right. I'm going to use the ring of power, and um, I'm going to tell you about what we watched today. So, so here's here's what's up. COVID nineteen <laughs> still roams the earth. I mean, theaters have been open here where I live, but unfortunately, oh, nothing's been here. released. Just the reruns of old junk that I don't want to watch. Mm-hmm. So I went to scour as we did before in the good old VOD. Unfortunately, Netflix is but, but, putting but, but, out Tim, a lot of Tim, good Tim, series. You have to you have to, you have to um, specify what what does this mean VOD? Oh, video, video on, on demand. demand. Um. <laughs> to, to you or to everyone? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, just, just, just move along. Tell the audience. Just move along. Okay, Tell okay, the folks okay. at home. Okay, so so video on demand, so you can watch it anywhere you want it. Um, and uh, Netflix is the service I have. And um, th- th- there's been a lot of shows that people are talking about, but those are shows. We're busy men getting married and all sorts of stuff. We can't watch a whole True. show <laughs> yeah. in the two weeks. So we have to be a movie, and none of the live-action movies look anything remotely watchable. Sorry. That sounds harsh, but... It's true. I mean, uh, so, so I thought, like, I was watching a documentary. Like, there, there, there's one popped out. Sting was on it. <laughs> I was like, documentary. documentary. Sting was on it. It's about hallucinogenic drugs. I don't know what to call it, actually. It's called um, Have a Good Trip. That's the Have one. a Good Trip. Or, ha- yeah. Have a Good Trip. Yeah. And here's the thing, right? I, I saw this and I was like, oh, like, Netflix had a lot of good, like, explained documentaries when they actually explained some, something, mm-hmm. like, they take some kind of. Thing like, oh, birth of a child. And it's like a good explanation. There's scientific stuff. There's some experiences and everything. This movie is like 90% celebrities talking about their acid trips. 
It, yes. I, look, listen to me. That's I, pretty I, much I, it. That's the that's the documentary. That, but that, that was the premise. I, when I saw the little blurb. Oh, I guess. But but I thought it's going to be more <laughs> scientific, like something like explanation, no. something about what the brain does. There's none of that. It's ninety five percent just like <laughs> I have. This I actually, like, like I actually talking about their dreams. I liked it. I liked that they didn't have. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because I remember okay. Tim, you mentioned to me this Explain series, and uh, I didn't actually check out all the episodes, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really like, in the mood to like watch something that's going to you know go very dry and like, oh, let me explain all the scientific, which is cool. It's a cool thing. But I think I was more in the mood for this, surprisingly. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to be dumb. I like the, fir- the first five minutes, I was like, because <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed, but there's, um, <laughs> I'm sure that everyone knows this, that on uh, Netflix, they did, there was a sketch I saw on YouTube once. Uh, where um, I'm not going to explain the sketch. You can watch it. But basically there are some Netflix shows that are produced by Netflix that really mm-hmm. feel like just filler, just like f- pure filler. Dude, I remember yes. I turned on like two weeks ago or something. I'm like, we're sitting at home and like, let's, you know, maybe we can watch something on Netflix, which by the way is a, tor- a terrible motivation to watch anything. Like we're bored. Let's watch something. Yeah. And then I go and click right. the thumbnail for like the world's wackiest animals. <laughs> and I no. click it and I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm like, this is going to be interesting. I'm like, this is going to be, I'm like you Tim, scientific. Maybe we're going to get like, you know, planet Earth, something Wack fascinating. Literally, literally, it was like stock footage that they somehow got a hold of and just terrible voice acting. No, no scientific facts. Just like the lemure has big eyes. And then, then the person in the, in the show is like, Ooh, I'm a lemur. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have big ass. Look at them. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm not even joking. And we is this really what's videos. on Netflix? What is this? We were watching five minutes, and I'm like, I'm like, I think, I think neither of us like this. Hopefully, hopefully not. And I go and turn it off. And Paula's like, Good, that's it's gone. I'm like, Good. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm very happy we stopped watching that. But you know, like the feeling where you're watching it, you're getting nothing from it. It's just there, and you're just why, and you question yeah. existence, just like the people in this documentary questioning exact. The, uh, <laughs> very good very good uh well i was going to suggest something controversial if you guys had nothing to say about this movie but um since, since okay. jake's one, one, wants to talk about it i will not suggest us just watching dragon no i have nothing to say commentary. i just wanted to say that i found it more interesting than i thought it was going to be that's all i wanted to say <laughs> oh okay what did you say i missed it talking over you oh i was just, just going to suggest we just watch dragon heart and do a commentary on it <laughs> <gasps> i would love to watch dragon Man. heart again will we make it yeah, if you want to do this on Netflix, you can just put it on and we can just watch it. Because, like, I, I I don't know. Like, I was, like, there was some interesting things about stuff, but mostly it was just, like, you know, celebrities talking about their acid trips, which is, it, it it's, like, it's nice, but it's, like, it's, like, when somebody talks about their dream, it's, like, yeah. it's very individual interesting to them because they saw it yeah there's nothing really i remember us talking about our dreams what, what did you say jake i said there's nothing that we can really comment on that will be beneficial or helpful <laughs> to anybody yeah because the documentary wasn't that beneficial the only thing i was wondering about that documentary was basically we have mm-hmm. carrie fisher in there mm-hmm. and then we have anthony bourdain in there right and this documentary came out in 2020 uh oh, and i was yeah. wondering probably filmed it like before. when i was watching this is like is this a 2014 document when does this come out when was this made because i mean they are that is no true with us i didn't even so, think of that man that's a great question no you didn't okay i was just like uh-huh. do you guys want to watch then dude i want to watch i want to watch something that gives me something that would that give me nothing all right so we're doing so we're we doing a dragon heart <laughs> commentary special right, next so- a special episode 
Is that what we're promising yes, to yes, people? Yes, okay. Yes, I would love to do that. The Heart of yes. the Dragon. Heart of the Dragon special. All right, okay. so here we go. So <laughs> let's talk about the days before COVID and the times where we would all go every second week yes. to watch a movie uh, yes. and then talk yes. about it. The good times. With the an old times. movie, which we will do again someday, hopefully. Um, what was your theater experience throughout that? Just tell me, like, the atmosphere, the convenience, um, and, like, the enjoyment of watching something on a big screen in a big hall. Talk about it. Just give me your impressions. I was pointing at Jake to go first. Okay. I didn't understand that. I thought you were doing the E.T. thing. No. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I think that uh, it's going to be an unsatisfactory answer. Mm-hmm. But I guess, Controversial you know, me and Phil kind of have been going to the same theater, basically. Mm-hmm. For most of the movies, we haven't really changed it up. Yeah, I get that. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going to sound really annoying, but I think that I do miss a little bit of the sort of, uh, you know, event kind of uh, screening when you go you know, together to watch a movie, like let's say with more people or family and there's something, there's some kind of buzz around it that you kind of go into the movie as more of an experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess maybe I just every time I go to the cinema, I get a little bit reminded of um, missing a sort of film, like the actual film projection, which would be interesting to see again. Oh, you mean, yeah, celluloid? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess in a way, sort of I've come to the point where cinema experiences can be very much a reminder of that at the end of the day, a movie comes down to its content, really, and how interested you are in the content of the film. And sure. if you're not super interested, then a, a cinema experience isn't necessarily going to elevate it. It's just going to be a little bit different. Um, so, yeah, I guess I just have trouble with concentration, maybe. And so sometimes mm. it's harder for me to okay. get into a movie. So, yeah. Okay, Tim, well, I what kind of think? like uh rediscovered the, my love of going to cinema alone like i used to do this when i lived in belfast but my uh, girlfriend at time was away so i would go every ah. week on tuesdays because oh, you go was, alone right i would just go, i would just go alone and see what movie's playing and not know anything about it not knowing about the trailer and then kind of like because we had the when we started the podcast we you know our our uh daughter was born and i could only go after 10 o'clock to the cinema so it's usually me and a couple of other people mm-hmm. And it was just me alone, just walking to the cinema. It was five minutes away. And then going to see a movie, maybe get like a drink or, or some a popcorn, watch the movie and think about mm-hmm. the movie, walk home and then write down my notes. And I actually loved that. I loved going to see a cinema and I'm opposite to like Jake's, like just by myself for the movie's sake. And what it did for me is like that, you know, seeing it on a big screen and good quality and just no phone, no nothing, just absolute like no distraction it really made mm-hmm. me appreciate movies a lot more. Even they weren't so good, just looking them and, and, and going to a cinema to make it like, okay, it's something. It's not just I'm sitting down and playing something on a TV. Like actually going to see a movie really made a difference for me. And, and a lot of movies I would have probably not had patience for or liked at home. Mm-hmm. Really, I really like, you know, I think it would go like 30% of upgrade to any movie as like going to see in a cinema. So that's my experience. It's true. I have to agree with Tim, yes. Yeah, yeah, because for me, the event of going to a movie cinema uh, and watching something on a big screen, it's always, like you said, 30% more um, yeah. upgraded because of just the, cause the effort you have to take to go there and watching it. And it's 
it's in the perfect way that it's meant to be seen. You know what I mean? Like it's it's big, it's overwhelming. It's supposed to be like taking your entire uh, concentration. You can't like, pause entire, it. Um, it's like you're going there. And you're, you're going no, there to see. Yeah. That's the only reason you're going there to see a movie. You know exactly. And I don't know what you think, but I'm when I was specifically trying to get get into with you two is. Oh, how is the experience with other people? Because I think me and Jake, uh, mm-hmm. living in Europe, and you too, Tim, there might be a big difference because this is my article that I found and okay. I want to talk about it because we never really had a huge problem watching movies with other people. In it. You what know what does I mean? that like, mean? When it's like a theater with lots of people. What does that mean? It means that once or twice we would have some annoying people. Oh, okay. Being noisy. Like teenagers. Um, once or twice, Dude, go, go see a yeah, horror once or movie. Twice, maybe some people <laughs> would, <laughs> wait. So annoying there. <laughs> okay. Depends on the movie, I have to say. Can I just feel before oh, you go okay. on? I just wanted to comment uh, on what you guys were saying. Is that uh, I agree in the sense that for me, when going to the cinema, if it's a movie that to me is something new and intriguing and interesting, then I get you know sucked in, and then everything makes sense. You know, the experience going there. It being intimate, you know, you're going into this dark, you know, auditorium and it's focused and there's, like you said, Tim, no distractions, no phone, no nothing. You're just, it's just you in the film. Um, but it's just sometimes, for me, what's harder is watching movies that are, uh, like, you know, formulaic in the sense of like, you know, you've seen so much of that done before. And I'm not trying to sound like an old man, yeah, I'm just saying that it's like, you lose that uh, fresh f- feeling of like excitement when you're there. You're sitting in the theater, and it's just it's a bad feeling when you know, like, you know, the next thirty minutes, <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah. it's gonna you know it's going to happen. Even if you don't know the story, yeah. but you feel like, you know, what am I doing here watching this when other people could be enjoying this, watching this or whatever. You know, it's intended purpose. But when you yeah, watch something and, and, else, and not to mention like the digital in the digital screen yeah, also really? doesn't help, right? And it also feels sort of like that. So, for instance, like. Um, Remember when we went to watch that movie that was like our lowest rated <laughs> podcast episode, The Goldfinch or whatever, Goldfish? Goldfish. You guys remember that one? The Goldfinch, the Goldfinch. yeah. At least Deacons was the on that. The, that was the hey, the Deacons! Yeah. Deacons! I, I love Deacons! I, I wanted to just okay. tell you an example of The Goldfinches that's not necessarily <laughs> being like a great movie, but the, the fact that that movie was like going and doing like a different, a different vibe, different places, different uh, structure... Like that, those kinds of films make me go, oh, this was a very interesting experience mm-hmm. sitting here watching this, you know? So that's my, that's my. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think we've been doing that pretty, like, I think 90 to 10% of our movie going experience when we were doing it for the podcast was always some kind of. I think the only movie. thing that was. It wasn't a formulaic one, unless, unless well, I chose that. That like, one, that's, that's the one I was thinking. And I was thinking like, because that one was, was a painful experience as, as far yeah, as like I know. a movie like this. I is. Know. But yeah. I think for me, the, the coping that's ex- mechanism. That's an example I was saying, yeah. Coping mechanism of that is just like, I'm thinking, the coping, coping mechanism. mechanism. <laughs> coping mechanism is just me thinking of how much I hate it and everything I don't like about it. And just like watching it and just finding everything and just mental image of like so anger so I can just can like I ask put it out on the you, podcast. For you two guys? <laughs> yeah. This is actually a question yeah. I've been wondering for a while now. Yes. So we do this podcast, right? And we uh-huh. talk about movies and so on. <laughs> yes. So my big question for you two is sort of in a, how would you sum up, like, what are movies to you? And when you go watch a movie, what is it that makes you excited about seeing a film? Go ahead. Go, go ahead. First, Tim. 
You're the uh, boss. Boss says Phil go first. Okay. Boss says Phil's go, Phil's first goes. Okay. Um. So basically, I think it goes down to, I love the effort it takes to actually go to see a film so that it just amplifies the importance of it. You're here, like Tim said, you're here to see it. So there is a certain emotional um, reaction and uh, but I mean, frame of mind that you, you get personally. in. That's what it is. Oh, it's like an event. Personally. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I love about it. And I think that um, Christopher Nolan once was talking about when the, um, remember 2012, when the, uh, mm-hmm. the shooting happened before mm-hmm. the Dark Knight Rises, uh, or during it, actually. Uh, he was, uh, he, you know, sent a nice message about the whole situation, and he just talked about how, like, for me, going to a movie cinema is like going to church. You know what I mean? It's like this is the place where I sit down with a community of people and we sit down and we watch something together. And that experience with different people, even though you don't know them, you all know that you're having the same kind of mm-hmm. emotional reaction to one piece of art or whatever it is. And it's interesting that George Lucas said something similar. And I feel the same way because. That is something that is quite special because if you would just do it by yourself, it's not the same mm-hmm. uh, feeling, mm-hmm. you know? And that, to me, that's what makes it so special because of the fact that it's there for you to experience something, uh, a work of art or um, an audiovisual yeah. journey, you know, into some new uh, place, you know? And you can get entertained by it. And then when you get out and you've, Learn something new. You've, would you say, let's you say, when you watch head, a movie you know? that you liked, um, would you say that it's one of the main takeaways for going to see movies is to be inspired, where you feel like I've learned something or I've um, got some insight into something? Is it more of like the learning aspect or is it more of just like this story was something that uh, touched me or is it something like, this was a well-crafted film. Like, what kind of a... Touched. I'm just curious, sort of, what is the... <laughs> okay, so as I got older, it's more like... No, what? I just did... I just, we're joking about the word touched, because yeah, we're... It's touched. I'm touching Philip. Come on, come on, Phil, go. As, as, I, as I got older, um, it's more of the emotional thing where you're, you finish watching the movie. And you know what's funny about this? Yesterday, I watched Thor, The Dark World, by myself. Ta-da! Mm-hmm. And afterwards, and after, yes, and afterwards, I I couldn't help but just keep, even though the movie was not particularly interesting to me, but I still was thinking about it, you know what I mean? And I feel like that mm. kind of an effect has been much stronger as I got older, and that's kind of one of the aspects. But Jacob, what you mentioned with all those three different points, mm-hmm. I think they're all together. <laughs> There's a ghost behind you. <laughs> Is this for me? Really? <laughs> if if we didn't have yeah, video on, I would be really worried. What's happening over there? This is the, this is the is podcast. This for me? Oh, did you oh, get you know, we yeah, eat on the podcast? Chicken nuggets. This <laughs> <laughs> for the you, Frank. Dude, he brought chicken nuggets. So welcome, mush meat. Welcome podcast. to the mush meat podcast. What kind of dips did you get? Well, what do you think? The best dips that you can get, at least here, in my opinion, are mm-hmm. barbecue. Or mm-hmm. as they call it, grill, and the <laughs> secret sauce. Oh, that's curry. a good one. That's grill. a good one. I recently had the McDonald's curry. It's a good one, yeah. And I think they don't have that in the states. Surprisingly, it's a good. One, good. Right? It's a nice. 
slightly spicy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so students do for the podcast to listen to. Yeah. Me so eat as, my as Jacob's wa- eating <laughs> yeah. those delicious nuggets, uh, Tim, what did, what about you? Is it kind of similar? I was thinking about this as as, as you were talking, and I was not paying. No, <laughs> just joking. But I was thinking about like I am a really big fan of creative arts of creating some kind of crafting of human what humans do and i like and i i like all the mediums you know i I don't think movie is i i love and each medium has its own specific strengths and weaknesses i wanted to ask you tim specifically because i kind of i kind of know where phil's coming at it from just because i mm -hmm. I grew up with him and i understand sort of in general obviously opinions change and stuff but with you like i'm curious what is it let's say when you watch a movie like, what are you looking for and what is something that makes you sort of motivated to, like, understand films more? Like, like, like I said, like, so you have, like, all these mediums, you know, like books, they're, you know, you, they have the strengths and weaknesses. Books can be very long, right? But you also have the uh, advantage of you can, you have to, you know, imagine things in your head. But you can also take the pace you want. You can kind of, you know, take things that, that weren't there and and use them okay video games are interactive that's a different thing you know that's a completely different aspect music is very abstract you're feeling emotions and story just not by you know actual physical things you're not listening to a story or or you're not like you know it's it's moving you in a different way and i like movies i like a lot because they are visual and you know that's all the components are there you know the visual and audio so you get all your senses besides smell unless you go to a stupid 5d uh terrible cinema but smell of vision but i think what what the interesting thing about movies is they're like the sh- besides songs they're like the shortest medium and what i love about movies is that within an hour and a half up to three hours if a movie is 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 like i'm doing air quotes good what that means to me, it mm-hmm. somehow affects me, and that could be any way. It can be inspire me. It can it can make me laugh. It can it can scare me. It can make me think. It can make whatever it is, but affects me. It's not I walk out and right. it's like, oh, I just ate a chicken nugget, right? I I, I come out and I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know, something was there, something new. It made me experience things. And I love the fact that it's within a, sh- a short amount, and that's that's really difficult to do, you know. And that's why a lot of movies fall into this trap of the same you totally know, agree three act junk and and things. That's and what it's I'm like talking about. most most of the movies that move you don't follow that. They they look outside the rule book and, and try to find a way how to how to use that small yeah. time frame visually and audio to to do something. It doesn't matter what. It's it's long as they have an idea. And they manage to get that idea across or, or whatever it is. I, I love that. I, I love that, you know, something like that can affect me in such a short time. And that's why I love mm, seeing movies. Yeah. Makes I, sense. This is, that's excellent. That's a really good answer. I really like that. Um, yeah. I mean, this I is evolved all great. when I was a kid. I, wa- I watched them too, so they're Oh, funny. yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, you know, you grow. Really? What did you want to say, thing is I wanted to say that, um, yeah, go ahead. No, okay, so Jake, you tell me. Tell me where you're going. Our answers were unsatisfactory to you. No, 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 no. They weren't unsatisfactory. I'm just trying to, you know, keep going and understand, try to see, because I'm trying to also compare how I see movies now, which is very different, you know, uh, for being mm-hmm. a so how do you see movies now? of a show about movies. I, I struggle. I struggle, honestly, to like, for instance, get very excited about films in general. But I think that's because, let's say, the movies, when I, I guess maybe like, out of them older and sort of life has you know you, you experience changes and you experience sort of different Pass priorities and how you see things changes as well 
Mm-hmm. For instance, movies were always like a medium that I also enjoyed. But I think part of why I also enjoyed them was because I also liked the aspect of understanding the filmmaking behind them. Because obviously Phil mm-hmm. and I grew up together and Phil was interested in that. And so I kind of was interested in that as well, yeah. but sort of like in a satellite sense where it's like I, I was curious to see how <laughs> right. all this stuff is, is done. And I think that the strangely magic enough, I think I have, I have more knowledge, I think, than the, magic behind the average person of how films are made just because of the amount of documentaries I watch with Phil, the behind the scenes and, mm-hmm. and even reading some books <laughs> and things. Yeah. So it's really funny how that works out. But for instance, for me, what... Uh, as I've gotten older, I think my tolerance level has like dropped for films that like, like I said, I can see what they're doing. And when I don't, like my radar has like gone very sensitive, whereas I can feel when a movie is really trying to do something, it's trying to tell something. And I can tell it's that the director or the writer is wanting to say something that's important to them. You know, it doesn't necessarily be a message, but like you said, Tim, convey a feeling or convey a... um, something Mm -hmm. you you want to say something with the film and so when you're watching it you're encapsulated in that environment and in that story like you said makes you think makes you wonder about stuff it makes you question things it makes you uh, capture a certain feeling and uh obviously you know i can't really criticize the movies i've seen because you know not necessarily all my choices are very good and there's a wealth of movies out there that are interesting and new and fresh I'm just saying that I think it's become much, much harder for me to, you know, uh, to have that sort of, you know, let's say like when you're in college or let's say when you're younger, when you don't have to, when you have less obligations, you have so much more free time to just like watch a bunch of stuff. You know, you're just like, I'll just yeah. watch this. Sure. Like, I'll watch this for two hours and who cares? I have so much time. Mad Men. Yeah. And I'll watch it again. <laughs> Mad, Mad Men. I'll watch it again. <laughs> and then the weird thing is like, I guess, I suppose like when you have less time, you sort of uh, wonder, like, I don't need to see this, you know. Like, I, I would, ra- I would rather be seeing something else that will be of mm. higher, you know, interest or value to me, or something like that. It sounds economical and dry, yeah. But I think a lot of people probably experience that too, uh, yeah. in general. With a when lot you're of getting older, you have to really choose yeah. what what you spend your time like entertaining. But that brings me brings me down to actually one of the fun. It really does feel like, yeah. Like, go ahead, go on. Yeah, I just want to say, like, it it really brings me back to one of the fundamental reasons why I started this podcast and and chose the theme is that when we did the old, you know, Phil and Jake conversation uh, movie episodes, I've I've seen you talk about this before, Jacob, and I was always frustrated because I thought, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you're looking for something that in movies that isn't there. Like, you guys grew up in these big blockbuster movies, and that was your point of reference of movies that you kind of kind of jaded from and I was like, there's like a plethora of thousands of movies, like indie movies, all sorts of like artistic movies, documentaries, all every, like, like art house movies. Like there's so many movies that do not just, you know, follow that cookie cutter. We got to put seats. Yeah. I'm just saying like, that's why I wanted to start podcasting. It was like, well, this way I can get, you know, you guys to, to see movies that are not something that you used to like growing up because, that that probably you know that jade that kind of like you, you know you kind of left that, that you know child wonder of watching a movie out of a hero you know winning is like you can yeah, only yeah, do that for yes. so long you know <laughs> like there's so much more so that's why right. I, I want to like do but the we've whole been thing. doing that I think that that's what's yeah, but that's what I feel like has been exciting for this whole time when we were going to cinema to watch a new movie that we cho- that we choose because yeah. I like I said before like I would have not on my own volition I would have not gone because just because. 
I'm going to be honest here. I'm a little bit intimidated because I don't know what to expect and I'm afraid I'm going to get too emotionally involved and I'm going to be sad. <laughs> That's the best see, part. It's so interesting to, to hear that because for me it's it's uh, become difficult to be emotionally involved when my radar is telling me like, ah, uh, this isn't as, We you need know, specifics. We need specifics. We're, we're well, being too abstract thing. That's the other okay. thing. Like, I'm going to tell you that every time I go and watch one of these movies that we pick, mm-hmm. most, like, maybe 60% of these films that we're, most of them, I'm sitting there and the movie starts and I'm like, okay, let's get this over with. Let's get this over with. Let's get this over with. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not excited. But then after those 20 minutes, most of the time what happens is like, no, I'm, I'm watching this movie now, you know? So, yeah. mm-hmm. That's just some kind of natural reaction I have to going to see a movie on my own volition that I would know nothing about. But the fact that we do it on a podcast makes me makes it a duty, and it's great every single time. Phil said duty. Jacob, there you go. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go through the list, and you say me. You tell me. Um, you give me. Um, I say um, moved or not. Oh, wait, wait. Moved or jaded? Those are your keywords, right? So moved it means it gave you something. I only get jaded. Two I'm, not, I'm not part of this, right? Yeah, you get two options. No, no, no. This is a quick, quick, quick okay. burst, and I'm gonna go through the list. Okay. There's, there's no, quick there's draw. no, there's no, new, there's no neutral, right? I have to just. No, and it's. All, I'm also only doing the new ah. movies we saw in cinema, right? Because so, we're talking about okay, the specific. I'm ready. Okay. So we go. Spider-Man. Dude, uh, far from, fine, fine. It's 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 a game. Uh, Spider-Man Far From oh. Home. Jaded. What? Jaded. Yesterday. Yes. Moved. Uh, it's uh, moved. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Jaded. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Moved. Good. Uh, Triple Frontier. Jaded. <laughs> that one's easy. <laughs> the Goldfinch. <laughs> moved. Ad Astra. You have to say it, moved. say it. We'll go for say moved. It. I think moved is more. Okay, Joker. Moved. The King. Uh, the King of Comedy? No, it's the, the King. King. It's the it's the Charlotte oh, 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 sorry. Paula. The yeah. Netflix one. Okay. Terminator. The Japan movie. <laughs> the Japan. Yeah, yeah, Phil was gone. Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> J Town. Jaded. J-Town. Uh, the Irishman. <laughs> I'm going to go for Jaded, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ford versus Ferrari. Moved. Okay. Uh, Star Wars, The Rise of the Sky uh, Flyer. Easy. Jaded. By the way, I wanted to say really quick, come yeah, back yeah. to Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> Whenever, so yeah. I've been driving lately. And uh, <laughs> I've been driving, I've been driving okay, more. Go. Than, than usual because I'm yeah. trying to practice, you know, because I don't want, I don't think it's We live for, in Europe. We don't have to drive as much as in America. That is true. Yeah, That's true. Cities, we have, we have buses. But, but the thing is, <laughs> it depends where you live. Public Trains. transit can be sometimes, you know, very unreliable. Yeah, like yeah. Here, if you live in, in a village, Tiger, no bus there. And I've been trying to drive more because I think, you know, I want to get better at driving. I want to be a little more independent with driving. I think it's also a little mm-hmm. more fair. You know, it's not fair for Paula to drive all the time. So what yeah. I've n- realized is that I think I'm getting a little, a little better. But just to reference Ford versus Ferrari is that I have I have uh, created this this fear in myself of um, traffic lights and stoplights because I have okay. this just this this you know deep down fear that I will have to face the decision of whether to brake or to pass through the traffic light right because it's green mm-hmm. and I'm driving towards it. And all I was so confused is, where this is going at. <laughs> this decision. All, all yeah, I yeah. can think of is 
I don't want to be the last car that has to decide whether I'm going to stop or go. And it's so stressful, I can't even begin to describe to you. When I see the light go ah. yellow from a distance, I'm like, oh, thank the Lord. This is so good. I can just, you know, stop <laughs> and I'm safe. Beautiful. But if it's green, so I'm anytime so you see a green light, know. you're like, oh, is it going to switch? It's anxiety. All right. Exactly. It's anxiety. And so one okay, time so, when we were so, driving, um, <laughs> uh, what I call now, I dub the Ken Miles move. I summon Ken Miles to help me to mm-hmm. pass through. <laughs> the green light when it turns yellow and i have to floor it so all i do is think of 10 miles and i'm just like because I mean, i'm like phew, you know switch the gear and phew, floor it uh, and 10 miles yeah 10 miles you know Can takes you me through s- s- summon 10 miles like my rule is just like it's like if i'm 10 meters if i'm 10 meters but how do i away know and it's still is green so hard. Where's your sense of navigation, my friend? It's 10 meters. It's like Tim, three cars. Have sense of navigation. That's the problem. <laughs> so I do like if, if it's, no th- okay, it's three cars. If it's three cars in front of you, then you have to gas it. It's it's, it's too late to turn. Like, you know, red, three. orange stays for like five seconds, you know. Yellow. Sometimes I, sometimes I floor it. It's a little bit like on the red. But um, yeah. But well, I, see, I, 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 just, I, I like to live a little. It's so scary. But I like, I like flooring it too. I'm just saying that it's a scary thing because I don't like the decision right at the last second where it's like, could oh, turn yellow and it's like, now I have to decide. I hate those decisions. But here's, 10 miles here, here's, saves me. That's true. 10 miles. 10 miles saves the day. Here's a good advice for driving. Always commit. Okay. It's the, the, the most That's dangerous the people are who are, are, who are, you know, indecisive because then they just stay in the middle. Either floor yeah, it or break. All the time. Says, you have to make a decision or... Or that's it. You can't do anything. You can't be like, I don't know. It's scary. It's like, that's so the Jacob, worst. You do it. Like if you break, like you're going for the orange and then you decide to break and then the, you'll do, people <laughs> yeah, crash into you. All right, let's, 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 let's continue. That was a little break. And right, we are going. moving on with Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Go! Jaded, j- jaded or moved. Okay, good. M-O-V-E. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Little Women. Yeah, I'm going to say moved for sure. Yeah, Sersha. Sersha, well, you're a married man. You can't be moved by Sersha no more. All right, Parasite. I can't say now it's Sersha no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for I'm gonna go for moved. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uncut Gems. Moved. Onward. Also moved. Yep. Onward, no, no. 1917? <laughs> <laughs> Onward, no, no. Oh, no, no. Onward, no? Onward, Onward no. no, but 1917, okay. yes. 1970, yes. Frozen 2. <laughs> Yeah, we know that one. <laughs> All right, there's, there's no we point. We have one. extraction and scoop. I don't think. Well, Jake, Jake was moved. Well, what by is scoop? I don't. Was it? <laughs> bring moved. that card. That was just like it's fine. <laughs> so I wonder what my percentage rate it's was. How many movies you watched? Okay, sounds to so me it's like, like half 40, and 50. half. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's half and half actually. I think really? I think wow. there's, there's there's yeah That's it, it was pretty half and half. The, and I see and I see the pattern. I see that any time we go like let's go see a mainstream movie or let's go see a movie a sequel that that was beloved. It's when Jake mm-hmm. Jake gets seems like it, yeah. And we're choosing those movies for different reasons than you know to be. It's a it's sort yeah. of like to either let's see what this shit is or it's like hey you know this ties in with an old movie we wanted to talk about. So I, I can definitely see it where where yeah. we, you know we lost Jake on some of these because like you said, Jacob, me and Phil. <laughs> Oh, it's thundering outside. Me and Phil, we are also interested in the movie making side. So once that initial I'm going to be moved or like the kind of, you know, what we're talking about, what a movie does to you, when that is gone, Mm -hmm. I can also critique a movie by its craft. 
So that means acting, yeah. that's lighting, I think I've, I think editing. This is where we maybe differ a little bit, whereas like I agree with you guys in terms of like that's very valid and I think that's great mm-hmm. you know, to critique. If you're so interested in that, and the thing is I know deep down a lot of these, you know, um, sort of methodologies, how to critique a film, I don't think I would, I'm bad at that. I think I can understand, technically speaking, what mm-hmm. makes a good film, what makes a bad film. But at the same time, it's like I think I've gotten to a point where that's not so interesting to me. It, honestly, even in, in music, sim, it's similar where it's like I am a little bit less interested in like what sounds good in music in terms of like mm-hmm. the production or what is um, amazingly done. I was way more interested in that a couple of years ago where now I'm just mm-hmm. think, trying to think of like what is like the essence of the song or the songwriting that makes it, you know, uh, something people like or how does that translate when you listen to that on a crappy iPhone speaker? Uh, the song still works. People play that song on the iPhone, you know, mm. something like that, more along the lines of that. So when I watch a movie, I try to think about what is the specific thing the director or writer is trying to say, trying to put on screen, trying to emote. And then I kind of like take a step back and instead of focusing on like sort of the detailed picture, I try to think of it like in a really broad sense of like, who, you know, what is this about at the end mm-hmm. of the day? What's the purpose, you know, of the film? Right. I'm not saying the movie has to have a purpose. I'm just saying that. There, there's something behind it that motivated the filmmaker to make the movie in the first place. Right. And that to yeah. me is like, I, 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 can, I can tell when it's something more, uh, like not necessarily honest, but something that's like from a, coming from a real place and without the sort of fluff that's coming in the way of things. Because then we get into, the, you know, the thing about like, the film industry and you know the politics and there's all kinds of stuff and behind yeah, the, the politics we don't, we don't know what's, what's which happening. I find fun but you know no, I, I find it interesting yeah I mean it's, 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 it's a community happening. yeah I mean that's and, and you, day, know, you can you can t- read about it you know it's it's still it's, yeah. it still comes you know like to me what you're talking but, about but to I me it's like those things like see like those two things, like the technical how you do it and why you do it, it's it's very merged to me. It's like not separate things. It's one affects the other. You know, it's it's a process. Like if you have an idea what you want to make, you still have to know how to make it. You know, it doesn't just of you course. know poop itself out. It's it, so that's why it's like to me, it's like a it's one thing together. You know, and sometimes when you don't mm-hmm. have the why, it's fun to to deconstruct. You know, the how and see how they're mm-hmm. failing. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just you know, and how, see like what the lessons you learn. But with the how, it's interesting because I think that I, agree. I, I think to me it's become sort of like a little bit of a threshold where <clears throat> I can tell if the people working on the film are doing an amazing job, and then it just sort of clicks into that like, wow, this is you know check mark, this is great. I can tell that these people have a sensibility for what they're making, and then I don't necessarily even critique so much the details because I can see that these people know exactly what they're doing, and I can tell that they're in a different world, a category that's in it on its own, which is amazing. But when it's below that threshold, then um, then you have to critique and see, oh, they didn't do this so well, they didn't do that so well. And then suddenly, you know, you realize like this is not, you know, as good as it could be. So once it like pushes past that threshold, I kind of don't really, you know, necessarily mm-hmm. go into the uh, in-depth analysis of the technical details because I can see it's already in good hands. And then I just sort of see what the, right. what the movie yeah. is in general. Yeah, but, but like to me it's like i'm also very interested in learning how things are like i, I have an obsession of learning crafts you know like i want to know everything mm-hmm. how it's done like i i you know if it has a good message and there's a chicken nugget i want to know how the chicken nugget is made and like what are the specifics and that could be about really anything cool. anything technical it's and it's i 50 percent meat 50 percent mush 50 <laughs> 
the goodest mush. All right, okay, so I'm the boss. Anyway. Let's talk about, so let's the, talk the about topic, Sting. The topic at hand. No, we're not talking about we're Sting. Talking we're about talking about Sting. We have to bring it back. Article. I linked, oh, yeah, we're still no, talking I about linked to you this article that I wanted to talk about, and okay, I just wanted first to introduce article, you got to people to the article. First article okay. and then Sting. This is my article. So, so tell me. Okay, good. So, <laughs> the big Sting. So 45 minutes in, no, so, we stop. <laughs> so, so, shut up. This is an article by from No Film School. Mm-hmm. And this guy called Jason Hellerman writes, according to a study, 70% of people would rather watch movies at home. What? Mm-hmm. This high. is what it says. The theatrical experience is great, but many people are now prioritizing comfort and ease over going out. While stuck inside during the coronavirus pandemic, I've been dreaming of going to see a movie again. Getting the overpriced ticket, spending another $20 on snacks, getting in for 10 previews, and eventually being blown away, but more realistically, just having a good time out in the world. Uh, but it seems like many people disagree. A new like poll shared voice. by Variety. I, <laughs> the voice I sound like is Patrick slightly Willems. modulating into like obscene caricature. I sound like Patrick Willems. A new poll shared by Variety <laughs> pretty good. for a That's survey of accurate. roughly 1,000 well, yeah, 1, yeah. people, as I didn't want to link that Matrix podcast that I was in for some stupid <laughs> reason. Um, Just one tweet. Uh, three. We're still bitter I about it. Yeah, Patrick. What? Come on, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick. What have you get done? your stuff together. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Be bitter yeah, for seriously. forever. So anyway, you have to rectify this. <laughs> For for people who don't know, Patrick Willems was a guest on one of our podcasts for the or our Matrix Matrix, podcast, and um, we wished it went really well because we we were just well. It was great. Maybe a couple of tweets, but all we got was one tweet. He didn't give us a shout out. Not not a single shout out, and it's that's not very nice. You know, you gotta you gotta look out for the little man. We're tiny little podcasts, you know. And we featured you, so I think that's that's not very nice. I think I think it was a fair deal. If you ask me, fair and square, it's a, it's a fair trade. It's a business. Um, right. So, so what, what it says is a new poll <laughs> shared by Variety fr- from a survey of roughly 1,000 people in mid May by sports uh, and events 1, analytics firm performance research in partnership with blah, 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 says that 70% of you would rather stay at home <laughs> than go out to the movies. So, it, there's this pie chart, and it says that 70% of people that they surveyed from mm. by Variety, 1,000 um, people. The magazine, yeah, it says that seventy um, percent uh, would most likely watch at home, and I have a question. I could totally about see this it because here is my problem. Um, I have been okay. Go ahead. I've been friends with uh, some people who are filmmakers and with like, Patrick Williams, who doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who have been filmmakers and oh look at that, it's, it's Japan. Ooh, wait, wait, what Japan. does it say? Uh, it says uh, no drink for married men. Toru. Um, Toru. That's weird. Isn't that interesting? Kyoto. There's Japanese on this uh, brew dog versus tool beer. I wonder how. Well, I guess it, they export it there. What is right, that? So, I wonder what that so, says. So here's the thing. So apparently, I think there is a big difference between watching movies in America in general and mm-hmm. watching movies here in Europe. Mm-hmm. Because, Jake, we yes. had a comfortable and fine experience watching any movie here. It might feel a little bit... Um, Chain brandy, you know what I mean? Chain brand mm-hmm. kind of deal. Subway. But the seats were comfortable. They were always clean. Oh, you mean like the the, the cineplexes, right? You're yes. not talking about like indie cinemas. Well, I mean, we, yeah, don't, yeah, the, we have indie cinemas, chain? but they're not amazing. Oh, you do? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I mean, okay, do, okay. Gotcha. But I mean, I've been to them and I've not, wasn't particularly, they were kind of old fashioned and okay. it's not you stinky. Mean in America? Like, <laughs> because, no, here. Because for me, like, 
I'm not into the old-fashioned gaudy look of like these cinemas. Yeah, that are I, I old. like the old-fashioned gaudy look. For for me, it's mostly like let's make it modern, let's make it dark because the focus is the screen. You know that is. Right. We got we got a good one here. We got a really nice one here. I'll take it yeah, to you guys, next time you guys are over. We should okay. go because ours ours closed I, down. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But there's another one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very nice. It's, it's much smaller. The screens are not so big, but it's like it's modern. It's like it's modern inside. You know, it's not okay, like I would love to see it because I want my mind great changed. Great cinema. Of, yeah. Because I've been to the Grumman's Chinese Theater. No, no, no. I haven't. No, I have. I've been to the El Capitan in um, Hollywood Boulevard. Right. That's owned by oh, Disney. Oh, look at this Hollywood bad boy. The El Capitan. And Prancing. We watched Hitchhiker's. We watched Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, so you can tell how far back that was. Ah. And uh, I was, it was Basically, 1 a.m. Like and I was just really right, sleeping. Out. Yeah. Huh? I'm, I'm joking. I remember, I remember reading about that movie coming out. Like imagining. <laughs> you read about it. <laughs> who is this Martin Freeman? Who is this man? I've yeah, never heard who, of him Yeah, it's true. Me free man is it And this? then I remembered I saw him in Ali G. He plays his friend. Oh. Really? <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, so that's I'll the only me... place I knew him from. Okay. So there's these th- theaters, um, and El Capitan wait, wait, is like very. This thing. It's it, El Capitan is like a wait. very gaudy, like it's like, it looks like an old European opera house. You know what I mean? It has all these mm-hmm. like flowers and pillars and Greek Roman. Grandiose. Yeah, yeah. And when the movie starts, Roman there's this numerals everywhere. Band like not a real band, but like recording that plays, and there's spotlights. And I hated it. I really just, I don't like that kind of, Why? like, it's fun attention to what, you know, the old Hollywood, cool, you know. Because it, it, it was takes just, you back. You know, but you were in Hollywood, man. That's true. Exactly. I mean, but you I'm were just in Hollywood. saying that. If that was somewhere in, like, Illinois, I would be annoyed, but. You know, <laughs> okay. That's true. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I think that's a good point. Point, point taken. Point taken. But I'm just trying to give you an example of, like, what. Okay. Because I, okay. I, I, I might not have any experience watching too many movies in the states but whenever we did there was a difference with at least the state of even multiplexes there than the state of multiplexes here because here they 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 make it just cleaner and everyone is calmer the best right the best part about going to see a movie in europe you can buy your tickets online and pick your seat well seat. that's what and i wanted to say yeah. commercials but you know, guys, like, we should go and see the up, movie. Uh, we should research a little bit. Is that still the state in North America that you can't pick seats? Yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know. And Listening so I'm having to Rooster Teeth. I I, I know still? that like Alamo Draft House, like two or three years ago, introduced this movie like ticket yeah. like seat buying thing, and everyone was freaking out. Like, <laughs> how amazing is that? I like it's how like, they don't know. And it's like it's like we're it's just like, like yeah, sitting here being decades. like we've had this forever. <laughs> so it's yes, like, we always get to make sense. We buy yeah. our tickets online. We choose our seat. We can go there whenever we want. We have our tickets. Yeah. Uh, it's on my phone. And it's great also I because now you could just have the QR code and just bling. Yeah. Yep. It's on my on phone. phone. QR code. Boop. Skip the commercials. The seat is reserved. It's ours. We claimed it. No problem. Everyone's calm. The movie Come is fine. Everything's it. peaceful. Sometimes there's some kids who are just making a noise, but we usually just go shh. What, what did you guys think of the uh, Lord of the Rings reunion on uh, Zoom? I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> I did. I watched it. Did you watch it, Tim? I did watch it. Yeah, I watched it. It was hmm. great. Well, I want to talk with you, Phil, about it I want to watch it. Philip, what have you I been have to watching? Watch it. I need to, so wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's, let's finish. What, what is your... Watch what is, you didn't watch it. Wait. What's my, Phil's point? My what's point your point? Is, my point is that 
I've seen people like I've some friends with some filmmaker people who are some in Los Angeles, some are in uh, Indiana, some <laughs> are in Michigan, some are in Chicago. No, I'm just saying it's like it's funny because it's like through I guess I could say osmosis. Like uh-huh. we were friends before, but they were just interested in movies, and now they're like doing right, things in movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just been like a graduation, like a what? <laughs> enemies. <laughs> just said they're not friends anymore. What? <laughs> Nothing. It's just joking. funny the Keep way you going. Come on. these. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Get to your well, point. And 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 some people were like, "Hey, you can draw points, well, man. so could you do some art for us?" And it's like, "Sure, no problem." So that's okay. how I know people and stuff like that. So on Facebook, people have been posting stuff like this, and I was yes. reading the comments, and people are just saying how. Well, I can't wait because I don't even want to go to movie theaters anymore. Mm-hmm. At home, it's more comfortable. At home, I just sit down. There's no kids. There's no smells. There's no sticky floors. There's no traffic. I just have to sit down, watch the movie. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, I thought you loved movies. What is this? And then I watched Red Letter Media's uh, The Newest uh, Half in the Bag. Have you seen it, Tim? The newest the one. The one that everything's canceled? Yes. And they're talking I just about saw, like, how they can't wait minutes. for cinemas to be going away. And it's just like, I don't, I, what is, what, what planet am I on? Why are people saying this? And I'm just wondering. But it's totally reasonable, Phil. And it goes back to what we're talking about. It depends what kind of movie you go to see. If you're going to go see blockbuster movies, there's no point of going to the cinema anymore. You're going to pay 20, 30, 50, like I was reading people going to Oh, America that's the other difference. Bop. That's the other difference. Here, we pay so much less to watch a movie. And you pay for popcorn. I, th- I was reading a family of five went to a cinema and they paid hundred and eighty dollars, including tickets, right. parking, yeah, I say and then and then like I said popcorn. This on another episode, uh, ages ago. So I'm going to repeat myself, but doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, remember uh, what's his name, uh, Chris Pratt? He Chris Pratt, yeah. was on this back. This is back when we wanted to watch that movie Terminator, whatever Terminator, <laughs> a, bi- a billion. Judgment. Terminator, Sarah Connor, Chronicles, something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. And he posted on Instagram a photo. He's like with his wife. He's like going to see you know my uncle, uh, uncle, <laughs> my father-in-law, <laughs> my Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uncle. He's like gonna go watch this new movie. And then he puts he takes takes take, take a photo of the ticket stub. And I'm like floored. I'm like twenty dollars <laughs> to go watch <laughs> yeah. the movie in L.A. And I'm like, dude, you could buy like four McDonald's meals with that. <laughs> Four orders of chicken nuggets. You can buy a movie on iTunes for that price, and you don't have to, you know, and you can make your own popcorn at home. You don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to suffer through other people around you. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but I just, but this is, but this is like, but this is, I'm just like, this is my personal thing. I'm always like, it's funny to me when people freak out of of, of things changing, and it's like, things will change, you know, like when people are freaking out that that people don't have use horses anymore because there's new cars. Like it's not like horses are going to die out. I know. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Only maybe it's a good thing. Cinemas, who people who are uh, are really excited about movies, they'll exist for those. And the rest will watch it on their big screens at home. That's the only thing that I hope. Tim, that's the only thing I hope for. I just don't want it to go Enthusiasts will use their gas cars. Rest will go to electric. You know, don't be Jeremy and, exactly. and Clarkson who's like, <laughs> Jeremy cars Clarkson. have been here for a hundred years. Clarkson. They can't so go away. The yeah. world has been here for millions of years, but cars have been for a hundred, and I can't stand this change. Billions of years, and I am here. Do you know what I would like, happening. Guys, I was thinking about this. Okay, Tim. It's, it's I just, I just, this is my, this is my soundboard. I just I wanted to mention this because, like, I'm just wondering. Maybe people are just in America. It's just a different situation when it comes to movie theater going because we have it so nice and comfortable. Because 
the you know the seats are good the air conditioning is good not as many people uh and the and we pay five dollars at on average to watch a movie yeah and then we always have we always have enough money for popcorn it's true and in popcorn is expensive here. Uh, listen, but it's still it's still not okay. Jacob, you wanted to say something. I boss and I say I Jacob to, say no, things. I wanted to make a <laughs> thank you. I wanted to say to your point. This is actually great that you mentioned this, Phil and Tim, because when I was watching one of the movies we you know had on our homework mm-hmm. to go watch in the cinemas, I was sitting there thinking to myself, there was a long time ago where we went to the uh, Children's Museum of Indianapolis and they had this thing called a planetarium. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing Uh, because what you did was you, uh, for those familiar, if I'm correct in assuming this is how planetariums go, is that you imagine like cinema seats, right? Mm -hmm. But it's all in a circular um, layout. Like an amphitheater or a full circular? Full circular. And above you is a dome. And and you're all reclining back, right, yeah, looking, looking at the dome. Yes. Up yeah. into the dome. Yeah. And then on the dome, they have this projection system, which uses multiple projectors to project mm-hmm. onto the dome. And honestly, to this day, that was one of the most amazing experiences in my life. I never experienced was, it. It was a documentary. You were there, Phil. I wasn't there. I no? didn't see the planetary. Okay, then you I went to the Chinese That's interesting. I thought to you see. were. <laughs> I think it was a school trip. Anyway, okay. uh, where we're looking at this dome, and the documentary is about space, NASA, something like this. And at one point, I was floored at how amazing it was when they projected uh, stars across the dome, and you were flying through space and flying through the stars. Mm-hmm. And we were reclining, so it was like, almost like a, a very, you know non it wasn't a normal experience it's like you know looking at the cinema you're looking at this window you're actually like reclining so it's changing your balance a little bit like a full view and you're looking up into like a full view and you're like reclining so it's almost like you're flying through space mm-hmm. and for some reason that just always stuck with me how how interesting that uh, approach of doing uh of visualizing something and making you feel you know it's, it's like yeah, 3D, yeah. right it's like um yeah vr basically Ooh, but just vr movies yeah the goggles Ah, yeah, and I wanted to say that when any? I was watching a movie, I got reminded of this experience with the planetarium, and then I got reminded of VR, and I got reminded of all these possibilities of how we can experience a film that I just thought to myself, like, Phil, you're talking about the cinema and stuff like that. I'm thinking, man, how cool and interesting would it be if we went to the cinema and we experienced something like the cine- like the um, planetarium, where you're like so immersed in the movie that it's just this experience where you're flying through things and flying through shots and cities right. and you know everything is very 3D. There's a movie, and, you know, it's like a, like a proper version of 4D, right? Something like that. Like yeah, a, mm-hmm. like a really yeah. good version of that. Like like it, it, there's a technical difficulties of how movies are made because they're made from this kind of what we project as reality the camera looking at things and that's not really 360 but there's a movie called enter the void that might be really mm. good to see in that it's basically it's a it's a was it vietnamese or korean uh japanese wait no um enter the void is when was this made where was this made uh it it's a tokyo France, okay so it's japanese Italy. it's a movie about this guy dies um uh on uh it, first five minutes of he basically dies and his kind of like soul or some kind of being 
kind of lifts from his body and you watch what happens afterwards through the perspective of this of this entity as that it was that person who was you know beginning of the movie and you just travel through it's really trippy and amazing and that would be uh-huh. actually a really cool way to, to watch that movie because that movie's super trippy it feels like you're an acid trip <laughs> yeah. Yeah. sorry all right we gotta bring it back we gotta bring, so uh, phil wanted to talk okay. about talk about sting and his story I, about taking peyote right. and then giving birth to but, a calf what but, did you want to okay, say okay but not but not before i just conclude this by saying okay what like there is like there has to be a, like people just seem to have more and more negative experiences going to the cinema in mm-hmm. America or in the you know not in Europe because I didn't have any bad experience save the fact that we watch some dumb movies you know and yeah, even the even when itself. that's the case you're not wasting money really if it's five dollars and you're doing it for a podcast and uh, it's up to you to go and see them so I don't know why people are so like oh I I can't wait to watch movies at home and it's like. It feels weird, but I probably wouldn't watch the movie then if it was at home. <laughs> true, true. Maybe they need to go to Europe and see how our beautiful, remarkable Probably, and that's what I working. wanted to know. I'm w- asking people in America listening to this. <sighs> Come to Europe. See well, how Well, not that. I'm just saying, you can't now, we'll but like... we'll get a reply from Frank, so maybe you can ask Frank. That's right. Oh, yeah. Frank. <laughs> why, why don't you go anyway, to cinema that's, Frank that's, anymore? That's, that, that's what I don't understand. People complaining Frank, my good friend people who sided love movies, with me on and I felt like I feel I'll like the cinema forget. experience was is essential to watching Traitors. loving movies. You know, so yeah, yeah. No. that is my that is my grief. I that is my grief to you. Still. Okay, grief, so anyway, Sting. He's like <laughs> he's eating dry. Peer Take it away, can I, Sting. Can I, can I make a comment though about Sting in the movie to play us out? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what so, so we're talking about. Okay, wait, wait. What is that movie called again? Netflix. Have a good trip. No, it's a long ass title. Netflix. uh, Phil just said it. Have a good trip. What did he say? That's it. Doesn't it have like more? That's it. Oh, like the subtitle? I I don't know. I don't remember that one. Oh, okay. It has a subtitle. Okay, yeah, it is. Have a good trip. Okay, you're right. Sorry, I apologize. I was mistaken. I just remember on the Netflix screen there was like a thousand letters there. Yeah, continue. What did you want to say about Sting, Jacob? Yeah, I wanted to say that one of my favorite parts in the documentary was uh, where he's like, I wanted to know, you know, what the peyote looks like. And he's like, so I flew down to Mexico. I know, <laughs> I right? I laughed as well. Because that was I so sting because when we watched that documentary about the emperor, Emperor's New Groove where he was like going yeah. to Sweat the box. Himalayas or who knows what. Sweatbox, yes. thank you. For inspiration. Like inspiration he's like flying to italy <laughs> then he's in his new york apartment it's like that's so sting and, and then i'm watching this he didn't fail to deliver he had to fly to mexico and then he had to get this whole initiation thing where it's just like the blood of the donkey or whatever on his face and it's like you know perfect. and the haley's like, comment and he, like what happens at, you know, what, how yeah 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 <laughs> well how, that's what, what like, every couple of hundred years that happens it s- he makes yeah. it sound like everybody gets this experience. It totally. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just, you know, easy. You just fly over to Mexico. That's like, you know, you, you, you buy yourself some coffee and you're drinking. Where's this from? Mm, Brazil. I must fly to Brazil tomorrow to try the, you know, the coffee. It. Yeah, exactly. I want to see, you know, what the source of this is. And it's like, you go to Brazil. Brazil. Oh, you make and this coffee. Mm, how do you make Yes, this? he would meet the person. He'd be like, his name yes. is this. And I met him. I spoke with him. I drank the coffee and it was just a surreal And my new album is about, you know, Pedro and how it was. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly, Pedro. He's like, he, he just taught me this, you know, beautiful, incredible friendship we 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 yes. created. You know, and it's like, have you played last time on the guitar? Pedro? It's like, oh, maybe two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you, know, this, you know, the guitar that's crafted in the mountains. You know, he would yes, play the guitar, yes. <laughs> and he would record the that there, deal. and then bring it back, or who knows what. So I love yeah. that. That was so, one of my so, favorite parts of the whole yeah. movie. So I, I, we tricked you. Yeah, we didn't talk about the movie. So, so the movie's called, yeah, they have a good trip. It's it's a documentary, a supposed documentary about um, LSD and uh, all the psychoactive substances, drugs that a person can take. Yeah, um, mostly LSD, I think. I think it was it was it was acid LSD. It was uh, the uh, there was mescaline. There was um, uh, mushrooms. And then there was, um, there was one quaaludes. more category. Quaaludes and, uh, yeah, that was a category. So all these psychoactive drugs you can take to alter your minds. Yeah. Um, I guess and, the question uh, is, what? have you all taken any of those? I did take acid. I have not taken any Oh, you did? Yeah, I I that sounds interesting. I had a half a dose. I'm a very um, boring boy. <laughs> I had a half a dose because I am a coward. I did not wish to have, I, uh, my, like, uh, uh, I guess, information about, which is funny, I was laughing mm-hmm. while I was watching this movie, so many people mentioned that movie, but, I mean, they mentioned the book, but the movie also was mentioned a lot, is watching Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas as a, as a teenager. Oh, uh, yes. And, um, and, and, and as, as much as, as that movie is like, <gasps> crazy trip these guys are badass it's going crazy but it's also like oh man this could turn really really bad which is the point of the movie i guess it's like a fine line right. between which is i guess what they talk about this movie you know i can have a good trip or a bad trip so that's that's my information i was really afraid right. of, of a bad trip <gasps> so i just took a, okay, a half a dose of, of of acid and it was basically um <laughs> of what they describe is 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 just um kind of like uh stuff's moving that shouldn't be moving and you know what's annoying about this documentary mm-hmm. is that the every like there's like five different people who are saying they never get it right in the movies, right? It's like you know they explain exactly how it is and how they're explaining is it is how it is, and then the animation and the experts and the little sketches they have are exactly following the terrible uh, exactly you know, what they're like, saying. Yeah. I was wondering if that's a joke or not. I, I couldn't. Figure I don't it out. know. He's like because Carrie Fisher's talking about an acorn moving, right? And there's like a and and the sketch is that the acorn is like a dude in his acorn suit. And it's like, yeah, no, that's not for the loom. That doesn't happen. You don't like those things don't matter. Well, maybe if you're like tripping really hard, I don't know if you take like a couple of doses. But it's like it's not really this about thing that. Was talking it's, to grass. Yeah, but it's the like it's a different talking. thing. It's it's the grass know, is talking. I know it's you like can hear it. You know, it's not like yeah. grass has mouth like a cartoon. You know, it's a face. To you. Yeah, yeah, with a face like that. That was just I was just like those cartoons looked so cheap. And yeah, weird. I didn't get like, that either. <laughs> like, did you but find any you of the stories some... entertaining? Yeah, that's the. Uh, I, did, I think that was the did, highlight yeah. of the of the of the doc. For I think sure. that was the entire doc. I think I'm getting old. Um, I was just none of them was like, well, I, dude, I don't care. <laughs> oh, really? But it's funny because I should be saying that by being the grandpa. But that's I, true. I found them really interesting. Not all of them, but some of them were definitely interesting. Well, I mean, like, like, um, like the funny sorry, stuff no. was interesting. The one, the altering perceptions of what they had to say, like how it affected them, that was interesting. But the like, mm-hmm. oh, I put seaweed on me. Like, right, no, that right, was a dumb yeah. one. That was a dumb one. This, this is like, the, you. like I'm not 12 anymore. The, the <laughs> Anthony Bourdain one was actually really interesting. The one where the woman almost died. 
Uh, yeah, I, really I thought, thought that, yeah. when I was watching it, I was thinking like, oh my goodness, did he really like accidentally <laughs> kill somebody? I was like, how does that work? How does this story end? It turns out she survived. Oh no, I liked I liked Spoiler. the one with the with the tire with the tire. Oh the the, the, the yeah yeah that 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 sounds oh, realistic. That was you just too, got yeah. a paranoid man. Yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 that was no, yeah. that was no. ASAP Rocky had the weird sex story, right? No, the the Beastie Boys guy. Was <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. This, Who the, had the sex story? He, he had a he had a pretty interesting uh, style of uh, storytelling, which I found. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was ASAP Rocky. Very chill. He's a, he's a rapper. Okay, yeah, him. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with. Oh, him, yeah, yeah. Like they, I, I, I don't want to paraphrase his story. So if you want to watch a documentary, you can paraphrase it. It's it's it's. Yeah, watch <laughs> you it. can, but it's graphic. Uh, one of it's highlights. graphic. Still a graphic, um, <laughs> yeah. The little uh, little sketches and the little um, like graphics and things like that. It was, I don't know, it was, it seemed very, mm, yeah, I mean, like kind of some of them were okay. I think that I've gotten to the point as well where it's like, honestly, like it's funny because <laughs> you know, when people parody things, I feel like we're in some kind of a stage where parodying isn't enough to be interesting anymore. And I'm not saying that in a critical sense. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of parody. Let's say, for instance, they're doing that, making fun of the old school '80s PSA. Oh video. yeah, the PSA. Oh right. yeah, those. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, it's just so weird how we're like, it's 2020 um, <laughs> currently. And I'm just saying that there comes a time in in general, you know, and just how things flow and change and things that you know when you're parodying something like that that's been parodied so many times. You kind yeah. of wonder, like, if you're going to do something, either do something crazy and wacky and different, but if you're just going to parody those old 80s videos, I've seen that so many times. Yeah. So things like and that it, are very strange, how they chose to do that. And even just, like, if you're trying to get a message across, oh, you know, you know, it should be legalized and it should be using for treatment, yeah. you know, like that doctor said. Like, at the end, they did You can't have, like, 90% there. of, like, jokes. Like, what's what's who's going to take you seriously if you go, like, uh, you know, if you're trying to put a point, you know, that it has some kind of positive effects... Why don't you just, you know, lean a little bit more into that than, you know, funny, yeah, I was I think high. they did a little, bit, a little bit of a bait and switch at the end. They're like, oh, look, they're, you know, like uh, looking yeah, to yeah. explore the medicine, which is fine. Like, I agree with that. That's great. They should keep exploring that. But it's just like, if you're going to make the whole, like you said, the whole documentary, a bunch of anecdotes, you can literally just make the anecdotes and just finish the film. And it's like, go check this anecdotal movie. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But, and oh, if you're going whatever, with drug anecdotes, like I'm pretty yeah, sure it could be a lot more crazier, you know, than, than this. This just felt like mm-hmm. a very kind of mild version of, you know. Yeah, I'm not if, sure. If you're really the... going to talk about, yeah. Like, it feels like it's very in the middle, like, what, what, what's what's the point of mm-hmm. this, you know? Like, maybe maybe because I'm aware of, of, like, okay, you know, what are the main things? Oh, you want to use it for these things? These are the effects kind of thing. So I didn't learn anything Yeah, new. because I mean, yeah. Maybe for someone who didn't, doesn't know anything about acid might have been, but, like, then it compared, like, those explained. They still explained um, uh, episodes. Even it was mm-hmm. a subject they knew more about. It was still very interesting and, and kind of gave me information and interesting view of something or an aspect. But this was just like, this felt like you were saying in the beginning, a very filler documentary. There's just like, it's there. Filler. Yeah, I think also the filler. Nick Offerman stuff was also like, um, you know, it's just like the, I don't even know. Who's Nick say. Offerman Nick again? Offerman. Yeah, Nick From, Offerman's uh, here. His, his most famed role is Parks and Recreation. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Is he the guy with the gap tooth? 
No, Nick uh, Offerman. No, no, no. Did, did you not a, watch Parks and Rec, Philip? No, I didn't. Hell, man. You didn't watch Parks and Rec. You didn't watch. His character was famous years ago. Ron Swanson. What's his name, uh, Tim? Yeah. Ron, Ron Swanson. Swanson. Swan Ronson. Yeah. And, and Phil, and yeah. He, Phil he didn't watch the Lord of the Rings man. reunion? Why Why? Why you know what? I, I, mean, I thought it, you loved Lord of the Rings. I thought you lived for that. I do. Give me a second, okay? It just came we out. Phil, we gave you like a week. The a week ago. Been for a week now. It's been... <laughs> what have you been doing? I was the one, I was was the one more... telling you guys about yes. it. Yes, and then you didn't watch it. And you didn't watch yeah, it. What are we going to talk about? I didn't expect you to bring it up. Dude, it's like, Phil, I, it's, I, it's I, heartwarming, it's, it's cringy, it's best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. I actually Dude, I just didn't have, I wanted to be in the right frame of mind. I don't want to spoil for Phil, but because it's so short... The thing is, I have to admit that oh, yeah, having, it was an hour, right? having read the Brian Sibley, I always, I'm like a broken record, but having read the Brian Sibley, uh, <laughs> I remember those Jackson, podcast days. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm saying having read that book and having such a big, I think, insight, I really would recommend that book. It's called Peter Jackson, A Filmmaker's Journey. When you read the Oof. book, you have such a, mm-hmm. such a deep insight into the making of Lord of the Rings that you really can never go back to like everything else <laughs> is just like little, little, you know, nuggets yeah. of info just scratching yeah, yeah, the yeah. surface. And so it's funny when I was watching this video. Did they talk about the bearded was, ladies? No, they, they don't honestly feel it's like an okay, hour good. long. And I, I thought it was going to be yeah, two hours only. long. It, it's very brief, very short, and it's just scratched the surface. And it's mostly just like, you know, chatting and kind of joking around. But I wanted to say to him that what I liked about it, though, surprisingly, I thought I wouldn't like it, but I actually did like that they did structure it and pre-plan a lot of it Yeah, because it made it kind of interesting. I I thought it was going to be cheesy, but when I I started watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually fun. That it was a little more structured because at the end of the day, anyway, is going to be structured. It's it's a it's a call set up. It's a show. I mean, and it's also an online exactly. call with like, you know, 30 people. Things are going to go wrong, obviously. And honestly, like the totally most, wrong. like, the, you know, they also talk about, okay, their experiences. They talk about some behind the scenes stuff. They talk about all, and all those things we heard in the documentary. There's no new information there whatsoever. I think the strength of that watching oh. is, is just the interactions. Mm. Just watching Elijah Wood being excited every time a new person comes in, or there's just just him. I was just watching right. him really get excited about people talking. I think that's like the most, like them riffing and just seeing them after twenty years, still having that same energy was 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 amazing. That was like the best part about right. it for me. The rest of the stuff was like you know it's, it's good to be there, but I think it's from other you know uh, viewers exactly. than, than me. But um oh, but well, what does that, that mean? What does that mean? Go watch Phil, it. So watch it. It's your duty. Jake, so what, okay. Did you feel... Uh, right. I have to say, I felt sorry a little bit for Peter Jackson. That man looks overworked and tired. Like, he had trouble sometimes getting sentences so, out and stuff. But that's so weird, though, because I'm scared. Should he be chillaxing now? Because he does not, he's not yeah. working on anything specifically. I don't I know. Maybe maybe some, some studio is torturing him still, you know, like, to produce things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He just seems so very... But, you know... He was also interrupting his, uh, his wife all the time, which is funny. No, was that just Philippa Boyens? It was Philippa Boyens. Oh, Philippa? Okay. It was interrupting Philippa then. Yeah. I can't remember who was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she she didn't didn't, thing. Because Philippa didn't say anything. She goes, and he goes like, and he's just making jokes. Oh, yeah, we did it. And he goes, "Uh, you know, Tim, I have a theory about Peter Jackson, and I could be, this is pure speculation. 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 I really think that that, 
honestly making Lord of the Rings and based on what I read, it's like, man, that must have taken such a big mental toll on him. <laughs> Just the fact that he no, slept no, Hobbit, so the Hobbit. little. But I want to say that's Lord of the Rings, right? Like Lord of the Rings was insane yeah. amount of work, pressure, right. all that stuff. And it takes a very specific person to deal with all that stuff. And Peter Jackson is only human. So clearly yeah. that's going to have to have a toll on him. And the lack of sleep, all that stuff. And like you said, Phil, and then the Hobbit is a repeat. <laughs> I mean, this man, poor man, like that's, yeah. he himself said he's never going to make three movies again, stressing it all the time. And then he goes and makes there he's the back Hobbit. Again. I mean, honestly, Tim, I don't know. I really believe that those things, they do take a toll on you physically. It's, it's like some form of trauma, even though it sounds yeah. bad. Dude. It's true because it's so much pressure. Like yeah. if I have like a hard and that's week why he of went all gray hair, he, the toaster hair. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 I mean it happens. Look, I'm losing hair. It's horrible. What is it from the frying pan into the fire? What was it? What was yes, the, yes, yes. It's like but it's like the frying pan into because the fire. like okay, so he did all that for for Lord of the Rings, right? Because he loved it. That was his that was his big thing he yes. wanted to do. And imagine doing that for something you're not even like really interested into it, like the Hobbit. That's the thing. Like that's even, I think that's three or four or five times more, um, you know, uh, damaging to your everything because... Because you're questioning yourself Well, you saw how he looked like it. You saw how Peter Jackson looked like in 2009, right? He was slim. Dude. His hair was healthy. He was looking great. And then the Hobbit came and And killed him. Oh, the Hobbit (laughs) killed him. Because he was doing... And then after the Hobbit, gray hair. Lovely bones. And then he went to The yeah. Hobbit, right? 20... Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. Yeah. he was involved, what, since 2011, 2012, something like that? It was Guiltamo del yeah, Toro. Woofed out of that. Guiltamo del Toro. Guiltamo del Toro went, yeah. and then Peter Jackson had to So here's it. a question and for then, you guys. Are you guys losing what? hair or no? Because um, I think I am. I, I, think I'm I'm getting, I think I'm getting, I'm getting the, the widow's peak of my dad. My father's widow's peak is coming You're also in, getting so. the widow's peak. Me too. I have, and I think in a year, yeah. I lost like, I don't know, 20% of hair. Turn into Vegeta now. Vegeta. You guys, you guys have you the widow's peak. Uh, didn't lose hair, I'm just, Tim. Uh, my genetics. Turn I just get gray hair. Super we have great hair. Gray hair. All my, all my family has good genetics <laughs> with hair. I'm confused. But didn't you say your dad had widow's peak? Look at it. Look at this. But it took a while. Oh, maybe, yeah, you're right. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea. Hmm. Like, I don't, we don't have the the classical balding in, in our family. We do have widow's peaks, but we have, like, really, like, gray hair. It usually comes in pretty early. Like, you know, my yeah, brother, he was, like, I a mean, 30. I mean, our cousin stands. Like, yeah, our cousin, 40, he was, like, have gray hair. So, yeah, so the gray so hair will So do you think will, you, will you might me. follow in the footsteps of, of salt and pepper? Salt and pepper? Probably. I'll be salt and pepper. By the time it's, I'm 40, I'm probably just It's better than salt. the widow's peak. I believe that I won't have gray hair it's for a while, than, but I think I mean, that you know. I'm just worried that my hair will will thin out. What if I have to go bald? I mean, I never imagined myself being a bald guy. You gotta go. You gotta go, Jamie <sighs> Lemon with the baby baby strand and the <laughs> yeah, just a little <laughs> the little patch at the beginning. Did you see? And the big mustache, the big mustache and the yeah. baby strand up front. That's how you gotta rock it. But I mean, that's gotta, that, gotta, that, that's a good though. I mean, he figured it out pretty good because I mean, at yeah. that point, you have really only two options: either you go full bald. Or you do something right. crazy with your hair, or you no go wig. The worst is the comb over. Uh, yeah. The comb over. I think is the best, there's man. a couple of rules I have for myself. Number one is <laughs> the comb over is the best. <laughs> I will never dye my hair. I've decided that already <gasps> since I was young. I'll never artificially dye my well, you, hair. You dyed it when you were young, so okay. that's true. Yeah, it was long gone. And number two, I think I will probably. I imagine. I guess I probably would have to just shave it bald if I go super balding. I don't know. 
I don't know. Just do the comb over. Man. I won't That's get a waste. Are you kidding or serious? Just get a night. Just get get the night guys nice and greasy and just go whoop and be like nothing nothing happened nothing it's it's all, it's all good no one don't nobody lick no here I am fooling I am fooling everyone uh, yeah fooling everyone you know what we could have if we were doing the classic two movie structure we could yes. have picked uh, Reefer Madness you know about that, that movie that's true no, that? yeah it's like no, a documentary from the nineteen fifties dude I, think, I would just pick Fear and Loathing honestly. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Because it's a documentary in the 1930s talking about the scariness of uh, people t- taking marijuana. Ooh. Do you, do you guys ever but watch the whole thing in Las Vegas? Yes, we did. did. It was great. I want to watch it again, maybe. It was a, it was a good you, film. You just you had your chance. and Terry G. Terry G. I think, to me, that's Terry mm. G's finest work. I don't know. Well, you guys, what's your, what's your finest Terry G movie? <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> no, well, no, he didn't direct that. Uh, the the that was double direction. Oh, he did. I, I feel, Phil, I can predict. Oh, Phil, you're right, what, right. I right. can predict what your answer is, Phil. I can predict. What is it? Twelve Monkeys. Okay. Oh man, I haven't seen that in so long. I need no, to watch it again. I I, gonna say the that. only thing I remember is Brad Pitt Brazil. and the music. Brazil's pretty Brazil! good. Brazil. Brazil's good. Uh, I like Brazil. Thailand like is weird. weird. Remember, so remember, remember, work, no? <laughs> remember when I made you watch Thailand? Oh yeah, and we oh, stopped. That's right. Yeah. When I was a kid, I had you no idea what was going on. So I was like, "Let's watch Herbie for life." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is Jeff Bridges just sitting there. Um, what? Yeah, Lindsay no, Lohan is in Herbie. I wouldn't understand it? it now. I imagine. Oh, I Herbie, fully loaded. Herbie, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Time Bandits in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Time Bandits. I want to see. I'll watch no, that actually, one. my favorite one is the one that he didn't finish. It's just like I lost in La Mancha. That was great. Um, but big, it wasn't his movie, was no, it? No, the there's a movie called, that he, um, Don Quixote. the man who killed Don Quixote. But yeah, yeah, I didn't see that final one. Yeah. Um, uh, the um, I know a lot of people give hate to this movie, but when I was uh, like a teenager, I used to love this movie a lot. The Brothers Grimm from Terry G. I like that movie a lot. Oh yeah, oh, I watched that too. That was like I, spooky I I stuff. Most of you did. Movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's a Python man. Uh, I wanted to say something earlier. We were talking about something before we got to Terry G. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, I wanted to say that one one option you can do if you're bald, if you're balding is you can always wear a uh, beanie, like you know uh, what's oh, his name? Oh, just like a constant beanie. Double D from Ed, Ed what's and Eddie. His name? No, 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 no. Double D. But uh, shoot, the oh. guy who now is runs Apple Apple Radio, one of the shows. Famous oh, uh, Zach, 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 Zach. What's his name? Zach Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe. <laughs> Zach. Yeah. Zane Lowe. Yeah, oh, he's Zach. got a beanie always? He's like, he, he, he Zach sometimes has the beanie, right? And I was thinking for myself, that's actually a pretty clever way to sort of like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't you have like, to yeah. draw attention yeah, yeah, to yeah, yourself. You can wear a beret. Just, beanie, just chilling. Wearing a beanie. You can, beanie. You can wear a, a, ber- a beret as well. Or you can if just you, choose like a really... it out with some facial hair, you're good to go. Or just a cap, Jacob. You can be like Tim. Oh, man, I can wear a cap. Last year. Yeah, that's great. You can wear a cap, or you can like ears. go unique. You know, like Come something out. something that's that's like very recognizable. Just choose like you know, did Sherlock like Holmes party hat. hat. Just, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'd look great in a Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah, I think, I think that's a, it's called a deer Grandpa. stalker. A deer stalker hat. Oh yeah, that's like the hunting um, deer stalkers. It's like a wife so beater and a deer stalker. Like, just put those I things. I was, on. <laughs> I was thinking of maybe getting contacts again. What do you guys think? Maybe? Uh, no, because then we're too similar, Jacob. <laughs> really? We're too similar. Then you'll you'll be you'll be different from Victor. You must be a brother. <laughs> That's true. My my twin. 
<laughs> yeah. So Man, Victor, people uh, don't even know what we're talking uh, about. Victor, so we will we will watch Dragonheart. Shout out to Victor. I want to see that movie. Yes, yes. I haven't seen. I want to see it again. Sure. Um, and we can talk about the castles. We have the we have the Warned of Valor. It's filmed in Slovakia, so yep, that's, that's also true. a big thing. We can comment on. I that. haven't seen that we, movie since look, probably look, watching Dennis, it with you guys once. <laughs> Ooh, Dennis Quaid is in it. Dennis Quaid, the man Dennis who doesn't Quaid want Luke. to change his accent, even though that Quaid probably Luke. his accent is more accurate to medieval England than all the English accents. That's actually true. Um, there's Sean Connery. You know, oh, yeah, he's been all know that. There's in David Thewlis. David that, Thewlis is in this film. That's the one I'm looking forward to most because that's the first movie I saw him in. And then every time I'll see, oh, it's the guy from Dragonheart. That's me so. too. Me too. Same. So, then yeah. there's David Thewlis. We all know he's a great actor. He is like this. He's Lupin. Lupin. Yep. From <laughs> he trained. He was. Uh, his, yes. Yes. The the one of the. Next time stab more Lupin. flesh, less cloth. And uh, then we have Dina Meyer, who has been in Starship Troopers. And in, I think, oh, uh, some other Paul Verhoeven She's the films. lady in this. Whoa. She is the lady, yes. And then Dude. there is... The, the lady! That's the, the that's lady. A, like, you have the cast the and you have the lady. The, that's how the movies were made What's her role? In the day. She's the you're lady. for the, the, the lady? Go the on. pretty yes. lady? Oh, you're the pretty lady. You must have. Yes. Make but the then you have woman. Julie Christie, who's in it. She's, she's, the, she's the mother of Ayn, and she, has a, she does a fairly... She's the old lady. Last so I checked. the lady and the old lady. She's the old lady. She's the old lady. And then you have... Then you have Jason Isaacs, you know. Jason Isaacs? Oh, man, what? he's in that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is at the Dub, beginning where he's like his underwear. A road tax, sir. A road tax. He's revealed. That's, yes, that's amazing. Revealed. So, yeah. And, deep, and Pete Postlethwaite is in it. It's all, it's all good good casting, but, you know. We'll we have, have a lot of specials that we need really to, bad guys. We need to build to up to. Oh, okay, we're finishing go? here. We need to do Marvel cinematic music. We need to do special about um, the, the Dragon Heart. We have other specials. We need to do live stream. We are behind. We apologize, people. But this is it's the okay. end. This is, this is the end. So, so, uh, so, so uh, the, yeah, a, a good trip. Does it, does it, does it, what was it? What was it? Uh, moved you, you or jaded? Moved or jaded? Mm. Jaded. I'm gonna have to go with. I mean, if we have to pick, I suppose. Yeah, you have to pick. It's decisions. It's it's, suppose, it's about the traffic yeah. lights, Jacob. You must choose. Jaded, 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 jaded. So it's a triple jaded. Um, good luck I next mean, time. Yeah. <laughs> you must yeah, choose, Jacob. Jacob. If it was enough, if there, I would have. Are you moved are you putting gas or you're breaking? Change. Is it gas or breakage? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking. I'm breaking. Uh, break. I'll tell you, there's a lot of gas going around my intestines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go. Let the it's gas really free. Hurting. Y'all, we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, have a good one. Um, you know. Uh, yes. Cheers, everyone. Yeah. The Enjoy. Love you all. Goodbye. Have a good life. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.